Thank you for tuning into the City Church California podcast. We exist for anyone to believe in God, to become who God created them to be, and to build the church and our city. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you can be updated anytime we add new content. Now let's check out the latest message from our Sunday gathering. City Church, California, welcome to 2024. I believe today we're going to inaugurate 2024 in a sovereign, supernatural way. The reason why I'm communicating today via video, which we normally never do, almost 30 years ago, Becky and I and our family not only helped plant a church in the east side of Seattle, we were able to purchase the largest church building on the east side. Church Home, former city church, has leased that facility to the Pursuit Northwest. And so today, Becky and I are dedicating that building to the glory of God and for Seattle and the Northwest. And I'm so glad that you guys are allowing us to do that because we are a part not only of this local church, but of the global church. And next Sunday, we'll be in person with you. And the reason why we chose to teach and communicate online, we're beginning a series on a prayer pattern, the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father, where we really go into the interior of the heart and the soul of God. They say that a message is only as powerful as it is lived out. I was 22 years old, so that's 42 years ago, I heard a minister speak on using the Our Father, the Lord's Prayer, as a pattern, and it changed my life forever. I believe that your life, my life, is going to change forever. And I would say the greatest way that the Lord speaks to me is through praying the Our Father or the Lord's Prayer as a pattern, and it takes you into the very heart of the living God. You know what's amazing? Our grandkids are at our house uh, during the holiday, during Christmas and New Year's, and they would draw pictures, uh, Rio, Quincy, Lucy, and they come and they go, Jude, that's what they call me, Jude, uh, you like this? I drew this for you. And I'm like, uh, what? is it? And many people starting a new year, they make resolutions. I'm not making a resolution, but I will tell you, I have a conviction about praying the Lord's Prayer as a pattern. One of the gifts that Lucy received for Christmas, it is a, a light. It's like a lamp and you put a piece of paper and an image goes on the paper and she would trace it. And it was phenomenal. It's like she was Michelangelo or something. You know, what this year, 2024, I don't want to go to God and say, hey, Lord, this is my plans for my life. And he's going, oh, cute. But what is it? I want to know what he has on his dream board for me. And I believe through the Lord's Prayer, that is how we begin to discover his desire and dream for us. Here you have uh, a prayer card uh, in your seat. And I want you to take that now. If you're watching online, go to our website and you could download that because we're going to be using this prayer card in this series. And again, the number one way that God has directed me, uh, 
in uh, my life throughout the seasons and the decades is through praying the Lord's Prayer, uh, and it is amazing. Let's take uh, this prayer card, and I'd like you to look at Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 4, and I really do love this. It says, now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place. I want to stop right there. I want you to write on the prayer card, where is your certain place? Is it in the shower, the car, as you're going to work or driving home? Is it on the throne? Do you have a chair with a cup of coffee? Jesus had a certain place. When he had ceased, and that's very important, prayer should have a beginning beginning time and an ending time, if we do not have a specific time to pray, we probably will not obey the New Testament's command to pray without ceasing. And I love this. It says, as he sees that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. I want to stop and say one of the church's main instructions should be on how to pray. Many of us desire to pray. We want to pray, but we do not know how to pray. He said to them, when you pray, say. I want you to say that with me. Come on, out loud, in the auditorium, online. When you pray, say, our Father in heaven. If you know it, read it out loud with me. It's right there on your card. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This has been the prayer of the church for over 2,000 years. You have your Bibles. Go with me to Luke chapter 18, verse 1, one of my favorite verses on prayer, and it's Jesus speaking. Then he spoke a parable to them that men, men and women, boys and girls, that men, humanity, always ought to pray and not lose heart. In my Bible, I wrote, when I pray, I receive heart. When I don't pray, I do not have heart. Let's go to one more, Matthew 26, 40 and 41, and it, he came, this is Christ speaking, then he came to the disciples and he found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, what, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray. I want to say that again. Watch and pray. Let's do it again. Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And when I was 22 in university, this minister said something supernatural happens when a believer prays an hour a day. I struggled praying an hour a day. I could pray five minutes, maybe, I mean, really pushing it. 10 minutes, I pray for my relatives, for a job, for my needs to be met. But to pray an hour, and he said, when we use the Lord's prayer as a pattern, and there's seven 
petitions within the Lord's Prayer that we could pray an hour and that our lives would change. I would say from that moment to this moment, my life changed as I began to enter into the very heart of God. It was almost like uh, 1 Corinthians 13 where it talks about that smoky glass or that glass that we see dimly. Really without following this pattern of prayer, our view of life, eternity, our dreams are going to be dim, but they become bright in the mind of God and in our heart. Amen. It means, now get this, when we say the Lord's Prayer, it means a prayer to our Father that was taught and given to us by the Lord Jesus. And that's why they call it the Lord's Prayer, or in Latin, Oratio Dominica. Now, in Spanish, Oration is prayer, so it's prayer Domenico is the Lord, the Lord's prayer. This prayer gives us access to our Father. We're not just believers, but we are children of God. We are children of God, and we really do love this. What's interesting, uh, when we were born, my twin sister and I, you hear me say this all the time, we were born in 1960. I had a womb mate. You'll get that later. And we were born two months premature. When I was born, the nurse dropped me on my head, and you say, no wonder that guy is hard to follow. My dad was Catholic, and he prayed some, but probably not on a regular basis. Maybe he did, but we weren't really uh, dedicated Catholics. He prayed to God. He was a chain smoker. And he said, God, if you let my babies live, I won't smoke. And, and so we lived. He didn't smoke ever again. And I don't really believe in bartering with God, but they named me after the Catholic saint, Saint Jude, who is the saint of hopeless causes. So if you're hopeless today, I got you. I'm your saint. And I want you to know my whole life I've heard that story, and I knew that God was a praying God because of that story, a prayer listening God, and a prayer answering God. And so today we are entering into, I'm inaugurating with us for 2024 a new era in our church and in our lives. When our Jake, uh, now who's Pastor Jake, when he was in first grade, they had dad's day. They have one of the young children, first graders, whose dad played for the Mariners. And the gal said, my dad is a baseball guy. When I grow up, I'm going to play baseball. Another young man, his dad played for the Seahawks. My dad is a football guy. When I grow up, I'm going to be a football guy. One young man, his dad worked for Microsoft. He said, my dad makes a lot of money. He works for Microsoft. When I grow up, I'm going to be a Microsoft guy. And I thought, what is Jake going to say? And he got up. He says, my dad, this really moves me. He said, my dad gets up before the sun is up. And he prays. And when he prays, things happen. When I grow up, I am going to be a prayer guy. I want you to listen to the words of St. Augustine. This is what he said. He said, we can read through all the prayers in scriptures, and we will not find any word within them that is not contained or included in the Lord's Prayer. When Jesus gave us the Lord's Prayer to our Father, he was summarizing the entire 
gospel. When we pray this prayer, it brings the gospel. Please get this. When we pray, and this is why we produce this card, when we pray the Lord's Prayer as a pattern, it puts the gospel of Jesus Christ at the forefront of our mind. I would like to say it this way. The gospel becomes our filter. This pattern of prayer is designed to reorder our hearts, our minds, and most of all, our lives. The Lord's Prayer is a prayer that believers pray throughout the ages and have been encouraged and should be prayed at the end of times. One ancient Catholic father said there is an eschatological sense that this was the only prayer that would sustain believers in the end of time. I have discovered that throughout the years of praying the Lord's Prayer in the pattern of this prayer led me into the soul and the heart of God. And please get this, it produced within me an unshakable faith. I want to say that what is needed today in a troubled world, in a confusing culture, we need unshakable, mountain-moving faith, which I believe is a result of praying the Lord's Prayer as a pattern as we go into the very heart of God. The Lord's Prayer, and we are going to be learning this in the weeks ahead, is the prayer of the church. And the prayer of the church is not magical, but it comes from the very heart of the incarnate Son of God, where we begin to feel His heart, and it is life changing. If you pick up your card, there's seven petitions within the Our Father or the Lord's Prayer, and you will see the orange words on the side of the card, and it begins with praise, power, provision, people, presence, priority, and peace. How many would like some peace? I know I want some peace. Well, we can discover and really live in an atmosphere of peace that comes from within, and it really, it, it encircles us and envelops us because we experience the very presence of God. I really do love that how Jesus starts this prayer. He says, when you pray, say. That means you're going to have to say something. No silent request uh, here, but when you pray, say, and just get the first two words, our Father. Say that with me. Our Father. Come on, let's say it again. Our Father. Mi Padre. It's our Father. Now notice what Jesus did not say. He did not say omnipotent God. He did not say Almighty One. He did not call him Jehovah, or he did not call him Elohim. He said our Father. He is introducing not only to the Jewish people, but believers throughout time that we approach God as Father. Let's look at your prayer card, and let's look at Matthew 7, 11. I always call this 7, 11. I love 7 Eleven. How many of you love going, getting a big gulp in a Slim Jim? Nothing like it. Here it goes. It says, if you then 
being evil and compared to God, we are evil. Know how to give good gifts to your children. Let's pause. How many of you gave good gifts to your children, your grandchildren? I so do not believe uh, Santa Claus is checking his list. He's checking it twice, looking to see who's naughty or nice. Can I say whether the boys acted well or not? We still gave them good gifts. And it says, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Say that with me. How much more will your Father, who is in heaven, good, good, good things to those who ask? So when we approach God, we approach God as Father. Now, I know for some that may be problematic. Maybe your father was absentee. Maybe he was abusive or way, way too intense. Maybe he was inapproachable. I want to stop and say I am forever grateful, and I know my brothers and sisters would say the same thing. Our dad, still today, is the most generous man I ever met. And he, it makes me cry, he adored us. He loved us. He truly would give his life for us. So when I read Matthew 7, 11, for me, knowing if my dad, who's earthly and compared to God, would be evil, if he knew how to give good gifts, and I'm not just talking about present. I'm talking about the gift of life, the gift of direction, the gift of the grace of God. How much more our Heavenly Father? Let's look at this on the card, Psalms 103, 13. It says, as a father has pity on his children. That's what the New King James says. But I like the NIV. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him or worship him. I love this phrase in Psalms 103. It says, as a father has compassion, so the Lord. Say that with me, so the Lord. Now, that word in Hebrew is only in the Old Testament a few times. And the word there, compassion, get this, means a womb connection. Uh, our daughter-in-law, Natalie, is pregnant with uh, our second granddaughter. And uh, during the Christmas break, we were talking to our granddaughter, Becky and I. Natalie feels her kicking and moving in the womb. And what is being created? A deep emotional connection. I want to say maybe you really did not have a relationship or still don't with your father. Can I say we are not just believing in a football team. Some of us are disappointed with our football teams during New Year's Day and the bowl games. But can I say right now we are believing in a heavenly father and he has a deep emotional connection with us. I want to read a scripture. It's not on your card, but I want you just to breathe and to relax and hear this. This is Isaiah 49:15. It says, can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion? That's the same Hebrew word, a womb connection or a deep emotional connection. Have compassion on the son of her womb. And that's why Isaiah put that, a deep emotional connection, a womb connection. Surely 
They may forget. Some parents forget. They neglect. They abandon. Yet I will not forget. One of Solomon's great acts of wisdom, they had two women and one baby. And the two women went before King Solomon. And one of them said, that's my baby. He looks like me. Look at her. Her baby is not this cute. And each one would say, no, that's my baby. No, that's my baby. And King Solomon, he said, give me a sword. I will divide the baby in half. The biological mother, the woman who carried this child in her womb, it says was moved with compassion, and she said, let the baby live. The other woman said, no, divide him. And Solomon said, that is the mother. Now let's go, look at your card. Let's look at John 16, 24. And again, really what I want us to feel right now, there's seven petitions in the Lord's prayer, but praise begins with those two words, our father. Notice it did not say my father. God is not something we possess or own, but God is all of our fathers as we are believers. And again, this is not believing in a football team or believing in government or believing in a company or believing in a car. It is becoming a child of God. And I love what John 16, 24 says, until now, this is Jesus speaking, until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be be filled. So Jesus commands us to ask the Father. I want you to know what's amazing about this. And once again, we come to God and we begin just simply our Father. You know, as we enter and we've already, we've entered into 2024, I have trepidation in my heart, if I was honest. And it's like, wow, it's an election year. There's so much going on, not only in Europe, the Middle East. Uh, there is a struggle to maintain peace and really not have a spirit of fear come upon us. But I love Romans 8. It says this. It says, God, come on, you do not have a spirit of fear to go back into bondage, but we have the spirit, please get this, the spirit of adoption where we cry, come on, Abba, Father. You know what the word Abba, it is an Arabic word and it means daddy. Dad, I don't know about you, but the first word my son said, Jude, John, and Jake, the first word they ever said, and I, I still can hear it in my mind, and I'm going to try to imitate it. They go, Dad, Dad. I remember Jude kind of walking like that, Dad, Dad. When I pick him up in the nursery when he was three, Dad, 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 I'll just go, Drew. And he go, Dad, Dad. Dada, can I say God does not want us approaching him like some omnipotent, and he is all-powerful, all-present, all-knowing. He does not want us to kind of approach like a Marvel movie or this superhero that we're afraid of. He wants us to come and say, Daddy, Dad, Dad, Father. And that's the first two words of this prayer, our Father, I would say the greatest, it, it hits my heart. For me, 
the greatest accomplishment. Would I say accomplishment? The greatest opportunity I have ever had in my life, 63 plus years, is being a dad to Jude, John, and Jake. It has been the joy of Becky and I's heart. And just to hear them say my name, I would move heaven, earth, hell, anything to get to them if they ever needed me. Can I say the greatest prayer that you and I can ever pray is our father, our dad, our daddy. And when you just say help, no, you know how it is with young children. When the boys really weren't hurt, nah, nah, it, it was a fake cry. Come on, how many of your children ever fake cry? Nah, nah. I call that whining. And I used to tell the boys, you complain, you remain. Don't be a whiner. But if you praise, you will be raised. You know the greatest way that you can pray Praise God our Father is literally throw up your hands and say, Dad, help. I'm telling you, when I heard the boys cry and I knew it was genuine, I got up out of my chair. I left the football game. I would hang up the phone. It did not matter what I was doing. And I ran to their help. How much more our God? I want you to begin to feel the very grace of God right now. The very presence of the Father is filling this auditorium. And even those who are being ministered to online, our God is a good heavenly Father. And I know that. And I love that. And please get this. This prayer shifts us from thinking of God as inaccessible and omnipotent being, but as my own father, where I do not enter into a spirit of fear or confusion, but one of trust. It is a relationship. And again, the seven petitions really it's like a Genesis. You will have a Genesis week every time. I want you to pick up the card that you pray this. And our goal for this year is that we as a church are going to begin to pray consistently, daily, as a pattern, the Lord's Prayer or the Our Father. And, and I want to make this year where we make prayer a priority. Will you begin to make it a priority? One thing I really do not like is when people say, well, when all else fails, I'll pray. No, no, no. We pray is the first. It is our priority for us. And now again, you may be an evening person, not a morning person, but it's daily and consistently. And I love this. The seven petitions of the Our Father, which starts with praise. And the greatest way we can praise beyond the keys or the worship is just saying, Daddy, God, Father, hell, can I say Probably the most overwhelming situation in Becky and I's life when, is when she was diagnosed with lymphoma. It was so overwhelming. I got up about 3.30 that morning. She was going to begin chemo. And all I could mutter is our father. When you don't know how to pray, some Pentecostals and Charismatics say, well, pray in tongues. So she rode on a Honda, Kawasaki, tie my bow tie. I would say when you don't know how to pray, Jesus said, say our father, not my father, 
our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In that moment, over 11 years ago, peace flooded my heart as I began to call out to God, Becky and I's father. And that's the heart of praise. Another one, power. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Provision, give us this day. Wow, if we ever needed a trusting God to provide for us our need, not our greed, it's today. Another one, people. You know, I love people, but sometimes I get frustrated with people. Am I the only one? Forgive us as we forgive others. They sin or trespasses against us. Then the very presence of God. Come on, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Then I love priority because yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever and ever. And then let's say amen. That's when the peace comes and we have the beautiful presence of God. I love what Madame Guyon said in her book, Discovering the Depths of Jesus Christ. She says, when you pray the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father, and Catholics call it the Our Father, she said, don't read it mechanically. Don't do it like vain repetition or just saying it over and over and over again. And really, the early church fathers didn't teach it that way. They taught it as a pattern or a model that could bring us into the very interior or soul of God, she said, be like a bee that goes into the flower and just settles and stays as the nectar of heaven comes to our heart and our mind. And that's where we're truly, please hear me, we're converted, we're transformed, and we become new people. For me, my life has changed through praying this prayer as a pattern, not in a religious way, but in a relationship. God is my father. And for me, I want you to know when I was 16, my dad died of a heart attack. It was unexpected. It was instant. And we were at his grave site. I could go back there right now. And I remember as they lowered his casket into the ground, I was overwhelmed. I didn't know what we would do. How would we face the future? But at that grave site, God the Father came on my mind and heart, and I had an impression. That's the best way I could describe it. And he said, I will be your father. It would be years later that I would read in the Bible that God becomes the father of the fatherless. Maybe again, your father was absentee, maybe abusive. Maybe you have a broken or fractured or dysfunctional relationship with your father. That's not your heavenly father. Will you begin to invite the father into your life right now? I love what the creed says. The creed says we believe in God the father. The first article, we believe in God the father, creator of heaven 
and earth. If my father created the heavens and the earth, my life really is no problem for him. Will you trust God the Father? I'd like you to stand up with me here in the auditorium and online, unless you're driving. I want you to open your hands like this, and I want you maybe shut your eyes and begin to invite God the Father to come on your mind, to come on your heart. Let's begin to pray right now the Our Father, and I want you to pray it with me, Our Father, who is in heaven, holy or hallowed be your name. Come on. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. As we're ending this service in this time, will you join me? Can we make a commitment that we're going to make? And again, I want you to take this prayer card home with you. If you're online, go to our website. Let's make prayer priority that we're going to begin to pray, again, as a model, as a pattern, as a prototype, to enter into the very mind and heart of God. Who's ever known the mind of God except the Spirit of God that is within him? And who's known the mind of a human being except the Spirit that is in the human being? But this is where we have access to the heart and the mind and the intention of God. And also, I want you to know, we are begun already 21 days of prayer and fasting. And we have resources for you on our website. And one of them is this prayer card. I want you to begin to use that. And also, will you make Thursday night through the entire month of January and really the year, I think we need more prayer, not less prayer, as we enter into 2024. Now, I want to pray a very spirit of grace and supplication on you. My life has been changed, and I believe your life right now is being transformed. Again, just hold your hands out. Father, we come to you, and that's what we say. Our Father, Daddy, Dad, Papa, come now, Lord. And we pray that your presence would envelop us and really would be a circle of comfort, peace, power and transformation. God, I pray our lives will never be the same. Will you give us grace, Lord, to pray as a pattern, a model, where we can pray to the Father an hour a day, and we will see the supernatural presence of heaven flood our hearts and our homes. God, we praise you. Father, we say we love you, and we say, come on, pray it with me, our Father. Let's say it again, our Father. Lord, we say you're our Father. And if our Father is for us, then no one can be against us. And Father, we praise you. We love you. We worship you. And we just breathe in your very presence. We relax in the presence of a good, good heavenly father. That's who he is. And we're loved by him. And that's who we are. We so appreciate you spending time with us. If you'd like to invest into what God is doing through City Church California, you can go to our website, citychurchca.com and click give. 
Thanks again, and we hope to see you at one of our campuses this Sunday.